Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new beverage. A new beverage. And this week, the topic is a mystery. Who knows? It's a mystery to me. Natalie and I have each done our own research. We've done this before in the past. Yes. One other time. One other time. So we've both individually went into our own personal worlds. Yes. Did our own research on topics. And then we are presenting them to the other person. Yes. I'm so excited. And to the the class. And to the class. So we're both coming with our little like projects, our little book Uh reports. Uh Uh-huh. And we are presenting you guys. So, So stay on the edge of your seats because who knows where this is going. This I really have absolutely no because also when we do our little we had these in Google Docs and we had like cover pages that were like do not look well I'm glad you wrote that because you wrote Nat's mystery topic and then I went in there and I thought oh maybe I'll just add mine to the bottom of hers and then I clicked it and it said do not look yes and I said oh, okay it was, I my, gotta make it was my, my own thing yes. you know you can see the little preview yes I know and I was like she cannot be reading my mystery topic I'm very curious what you're bringing in and I well, really like the one I came up with I do too. I actually learned a lot from from mine. Wow. I what know. if we the okay, I just want to say the odds that we are doing the exact same thing. Not that I think you did this, but just in general that we would choose the same thing about 75% chance. Yeah. I feel like we do <laughs> tend to do that, but I don't think we did this. I don't think we've chose the same thing. But oh really? Because we, I'm wearing do, I'm wearing the jacket in which we always wear we at the always, same time. Yes, and we didn't. We didn't. So that's I good, put it on today that there is a seventy five percent chance wearing it. Yes. Natalie's wearing this. Today. There's been multiple occasions where we have shown up in the exact same outfit, <laughs> yeah. like exact same outfit. So it happens. It really does happen. It does happen. Okay, so now what are we drinking? The fun bevy of the day, you guys. Let me get it out of my big bag here. And I love that you guys are supportive of our non-alcoholic journey. Yeah, we're just like hey. we're currently just. Trying fun beverages. Testing all kinds of things. If you guys have a beverage that you want us to toss, feel free to hit us up. Okay, so this is called New Wave Soda, and it's tangerine. So it says it's unsweetened, which makes me think it's just like a Pellegrino. Oh, it could be. But it says it's a soda. Does this have uh, marijuana in it? Uh, If it does, they (laughs) did not card me at Gelson's. (laughs) Oh, it has caffeine. It's naturally caffeinated. It's water, tangerine, pear, lemon, caffeine. Okay, but I've never seen caffeine as an ingredient. It's always an ingredient. Really? I oh, think yeah. of like black tea or those we like the I'm like, oh, that's where the caffeine is. I've never seen oh, no. the ingredient. If say you look at like a Coke, it, it says caffeine. What is that? I have no idea. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous that it's gonna explode. It only does that, Natalie, if you were to shake it. Well, it was in my car, you know? It's like, who knows what it was up to. Oh. You know what I thought it was going to give and it is giving? (laughs) Natalie's face. It's giving, uh, like, I'm thinking like a Fanta. Oh, I am not getting (laughs) Fanta. Really? Remember when orange soda was the thing? Okay, do you want to know what I've been doing the past, like, four times I've gone to the movies? Making yourself an orange soda. I get an orange soda in my kids' meal. Oh, that's what's in there. I get, you know, I get the kids' meal every time. So it's Fanta. It's Fanta. <laughs> oh my God. Although maybe it's st- no, no, no. It is Fanta. It's Fanta. 
Oh, wow. I know. Orange. And I have not regretted it a single time. What was the original? Because Fanta came, I remember when Fanta came out when we it were was kids. Fanta, Fanta, don't you want that? Yeah. And, yeah. and all the girls were a different color. Yeah. Yeah. But like before that, there was orange soda. And what was it? What was I the just, brand? I just remember it being orange soda. Squirt. Like, no, that was grapefruit. I hated that shit. Oh. I feel like it was just like Safeway Select. Yeah, it was just orange. orange. <laughs> it was just like orange soda. And then the I orange mean, drink at McDonald's. The high oh, C? Yeah. High C. Maybe high it was C. high C. No, because that was like a juice. It wasn't as bubbly, was it? High C? Ah, well, I feel like they made it carbonated for McDonald's. Like for- oh. Then it went away, then it came back, and it was a whole thing. The orange drink is back. <sighs> well, maybe Fanta's been around for a really long time. Sunkissed. Sunkissed. Sunkissed has been around forever. Mm-hmm. The original. And then remember, orange did you ever soda. watch all that? Yeah. Keenan and Cal. Yeah, Keenan and Cal. Did you watch? And he was like, he was obsessed with orange soda. Yeah, but did you watch SNL? Yes, I did. With Kiki Palmer? Yes. He came back? Yes. That was so funny. I don't know. What it made me think, though. I'm like, oh, they're probably doing some sort of video, like some sort of something. What? Keenan and Cal. I hope so. I, when, when I saw Kiki Palmer on SNL, I thought, oh, I hope Keenan and Cal are still on good terms. Friends. And then Cal came out. And I said, oh, thank God. He was on Dancing with the Stars a few years ago. When I watched, like, one season, he was so good. Yeah, I feel like I things could have really turned out poorly for him, and they have not. They have not. He's actually on, like, a, a I think a Nickelodeon show. He plays, like, a dad. And I love oh, that for him. good for him. Wow. Keenan and Kel, Kenny and I would watch that. Ugh. Those were the days on Nickelodeon. With all that. All, all that. Do you remember Double Dare 3000? Please tell me you know what I'm talking about. I don't think so. Double Dare? I don't remember. That's when you got slime. That's where slimy. Oh, I was gonna say. Okay, then I I don't remember it being called Double Dare though. Double Dare three thousand with the like with the, like the big face, and they'd have to put the words in the gigantic yellow face. Yeah, that was called Double Dare. I don't remember. I mean, I remember the with, sliming, um, and I remember the guy, uh, the Double Dare friend. Who was the guy? Who was the and face then, of it? Remember, they would also have that like nightly news or whatever on Nickelodeon. Wasn't Keenan on that? No, it was like a serious thing. It was like this dude. Wait, and then Mark there was the Summers. Amanda show. Mark Summers. Yes, he was the host of Double Dare. Come on. <laughs> this guy? Yes. Yes, Mark Summers. He's, I remember he's him. He's an American I icon. Don't remember You don't remember sh- Double Dare? I don't remember it being called Remember Double the Dare. nose they had to... <gasps> yes. Pick, you had to pick the nose? Oh, my God, yes. I, my dream in life was to be on didn't they ha- Didn't they have to wear, like, knee pads and shit? Yeah, like, you would have to— Wait, hold on. Yes. You, you would have to wear it in, like, your family. They had, like, Okay, yeah. I do remember this. I just did not know what it was called. Oh, it's called Double Dare. Because I'm also thinking of, like, what was the nightly news thing called? That was a time. It was a real time. It was, like— It wasn't Nick— Nick News? Nick, was it called Nick, Nick News? Nick had really... They would do, like, little, like, 2020 specials, but, like, for teens. What? Like, on, like... One was on, like, computers oh. and, like... <laughs> the internet. The internet. <laughs> yeah, Nick News with this woman, the white lady? Yes, Nick News. Oh. There was also a guy that hosted it for a sec. Oh, Nick News. Who, what, where? It's weird they chose an older white woman as the face of Nick News. Yeah, I she think it would was be a, a young, a young. Cat. I think they were like, <laughs> we need a, we need a serious gal like, um, 
Diane Sawyer or something. Wow, to give hard-hitting news to 12-year-olds. Yeah, she really (laughs) did. She really did. And then we would watch The Corn Girl on all that. The Corn Girl? Remember the girl that dressed up like a giant corn? (laughs) And he's like a giant corn. I think in the opening sequence. It's not ringing a bell. Uh, I did audition uh, for all that twice. When you were little? Mm-hmm. It was like the open cast. And then again, I don't know if my parents actually sent in the video, but I, oh. they had an open open casting call twice where they're like, we want to find the next all that kid. And I submitted. And I... You should ask Connie. You should be like, did you really send There's no that? way my mom sent it in. You know, and she's like, oh, this is so cute. I'll send it in. There's no way she did <laughs> because it was not cute. And I'm terrified to know what I did. Anyway, maybe you'll find the tape one day. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) I I would love it. I would love it. Okay, now, do you want to go first on your uh, mystery topic and what we're learning today, Miss McMillan? Okay. I'm a student of the world. I am the listener. Okay, wow. Okay. I am the listener. This is Nat's News instead of Nick's News. Okay, so I was contemplating my topic this week. Okay. And I'm like... God, what am I currently needing myself? Like, what do I need to learn? Can I get, I do kind of know what you're going to go with. Okay. you brought it up before. Boundaries. No, but I, I do need that. You're, no, but you, <laughs> I'm not saying I think you need that, but you remember you, you've said that before. Like, what are boundaries? Yes. No, no, no. I do need to learn that. Okay. Yeah, but that's not my topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was my guess. But that is very, yes, I do. I do need that. Um, maybe next mystery topic. <laughs> Um, no, mine was that the past few weeks, it seems, few days, my ADHD off the rate. Like, I cannot focus. Oh. Can't focus. And everything I try to do seems absolutely impossible. My brain cannot, like, (sighs) figure anything out. And I think regardless of if you have ADHD or not, how learning how to motivate yourself to do a task that you don't want to do yes is something we can all learn about yes you know because there's just things where you're like god like i cannot do this i don't want to Mm -hmm. you know and then you're just frustrated has a lot of your anxiety been around this the the wrapping the wrapping no this is my best wrapping i was gonna say this is actually by the way you guys natalie has brought me a, a gift yes and it is wrapped very well. That one came out so good. The rest of them came out so I know you said so some of bad. them and I was like, oh. oh no. And I don't have any more wrapping paper. So it's not <laughs> like I can redo them. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> it's bad. Okay. So let's start by going into the science behind doing tasks. Okay. So the back of our brains is where we have our stored memory and the front is where we have the like the in the now operating systems that help us do things as our day progresses. Okay, so like that's the like frontal our, lobe. Yes, it is actually. So to begin and complete a task, we have to access the area in the front of our brains called the prefrontal cortex, mm-hmm. which helps with executive function. Now, what is executive function? It is the what, when, why, and how of completing a task. So every task you do, there is a what, when, why, and how. For people with normal executive function, they can determine what they need to do, when they need to do it, and how long it will take to complete, why they need to do it, and how they're going to do it. 
for people with ADHD or other neurodivergies who don't have executive dysfunction. Determining those things can be very difficult, which makes starting a task really overwhelming. Because, like, I don't know how it's just all. The more you explain the brain, and I'm actually very curious if you guys would want an episode on how our brains work. (gasps) I would love that. We're computers. Oh, we're fully. Oh, I thought that when I was doing this, I'm I was like, this like is our, mm, we're, we're just computers. That we have to like, that there's, there's executive function. Yeah. When you're saying that, I'm like, are we just. And like, I have yeah. a malfunction. So it's just like, I can't. Living in a simulation. Continue. So <laughs> again, obviously, um, not being able to motivate yourself to do something or to figure out how to complete this task doesn't have to be because you have ADHD. You just might hate doing the task. Right. You know, or maybe you're exhausted and your prefrontal cortex just like is not firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. again because we're just a little computer. Mm -hmm. So it might just be like, I can't do the executive function. I don't know how to do the what, why, when and how for this because I'm tired. I'm burnt out. So how do we overcome executive dysfunction and motivate ourselves to do something we don't want to do? Number one, look beyond the task and envision the results with an if-then scenario. So say to yourself, like, I don't want to do X, Y, or Z, but if I get X, Y, or Z done, then it will, like, let's say it will make my boss happy and lower my anxiety every time I have a one-on-one meeting. So focus on the benefits of it. Yes. So here's some examples of outcomes from completing a task. It can include lowering your anxiety. It can benefit somebody you care about. It can lead to financial gain. It can avoid negative consequences, make you feel good about yourself, clear your mind, align with your values, reduce stress, etc. I have to think about this when I think about driving Joe to the airport. Oh, so that would be um, um, helping us benefiting someone, I love. someone you care about. Yeah, that would be that. Because when I tell you, I love I this man, but going to LAX, I don't know how far my love goes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do going to LAX, but if I go, go to, to LAX, LAX, then I benefit someone I care about. <sighs> Is that enough motivation? <laughs> Well, I was <laughs> to also be stuck at LAX. I don't know. <laughs> um, I wish everybody flew in and out of Burbank. Whenever somebody's like, "Can you come visit?" or "Can I come visit?" I'm like, "If you come into Burbank, otherwise it's you're just, on your own." It's <laughs> and it's not. I mean, it's not just like I don't want to drop my boyfriend off at the airport. It's that LAX is a shit show. Trying to get in and out of it is ridiculous. The actual inside the airport, I don't think, is that big of a deal. No, it's the the way that they have constructed any type of lane it's a and it's always under construction 100% of the time I've lived in LA for 28 years it's been under construction the whole time the whole time it's impossible okay so anyways you want to think of the if then okay and also I was thinking this whole time you know you hate laundry so much so for that it's like okay if I get this done then it's out of the way it's, less anxiety. Yeah, less anxiety. It's like you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's how I think a lot of my things are. I'm like, if I just get this done, like I won't be stressing about it as much. Okay, next tip is to involve other people in the task. So this could look like having someone hang out with you while you do whatever you have to do to make it more tolerable. Or it could involve delegating aspects of the task to make it more digestible and less overwhelming. 
I will say I've done this with two things. Laundry last night, I had Joe sit next to me on the bed. I said, why don't you just talk to me the entire yes. time? And then he went up to like get something. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> Wait, uh, you, you're supposed to be here. And then also I hate returning things. I hate doing I returns. I hate returning things. And now Julissa, my assistant, does returns. Delegating. There we go. Also for fellow neurodivergy people, this is called, um, they call it body doubling. Like leaving your body so that no, you're not there. <laughs> um, no, it's like having somebody come over and just like sit while you do something because something about having somebody there, it's like the pressure of just doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to put off doing all this shit if somebody's sitting there looking at me. If you ever need me to come <laughs> over while you're packing orders. Oh, my God. I wish you were there this morning. It was brutal. OK, third tip, a reward system. So this is as simple as if I complete this, I'm going to go get a little latte from my favorite coffee shop. Get yourself a little something. You know, it's like if I do this whole thing, I'm just going to go on a little walkie and I'm going to go pick up something and whatever. A little reward. Next tip, give yourself a time block. This one works particularly well if it's a task you hate doing and have to do it frequently. So maybe this is like something you do with work, like emails or something. So maybe a few times a week have a standing time block in your calendar so let's say like every Tuesday at 2 p.m you just have you do the task you hate you just get it done like it's designated this is the time to hate my life because also you just put it off put it off put it off and you never do it so it's just oh yeah yeah that makes sense yeah tip number five set the bar low Set it low. (laughs) Tell yourself you only have to work on whatever it is for 10 minutes today because chances are once 10 minutes passes, you'll naturally just keep going for at least a little while longer. Once you like get that momentum, you'll be like, okay, like I'll just keep doing Actually doing this whole thing. I put this off for a while. I did too. Because I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't want to. And then I thought, oh, I'm just going to do like a couple minutes. And then I finished it. Wow. Yeah. Next tip, change up your environment. So go to a more exciting place or somewhere where there's a reward like a coffee shop where you can get a little bevy. That can be enough to kickstart you into starting whatever you have to do. And finally, give yourself a deadline. Sometimes you just need the pressure of a deadline to stop procrastinating and to get your shit together and buckle down and finish it. I love that. And you did all of those things in creating this assignment. I really for did. Our I, podcast. I did, except for um I did not involve anybody else. Well, hey. But the rest of it I really did do. But we kind of did involve because like I was doing it and you were doing it. We we're both yes, doing it. Yes. You know? Yes. We it, were both on the same task. Yeah. And I had a deadline and I was like, I have to do it. And there was like some reason why I had to do it that day. And I was like, okay, fuck. Like I'm just gonna figure this shit out. Wow. So, anyways, that is how you can complete a task. That I love you, don't you on do. your ADHD journey and <sighs> that you're like really learning more about yourself. Yeah. The more I learn, the more I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like it's so mind blowing to me. I don't know the difference between ADD and ADHD. I think they've said that it's basically there is no difference. Because technically, I guess I have ADD because okay. I'm not hyper. Mm hmm. But I don't think they're, I think they've said, like, there's not really a, but I, there are different categories of, like, I have ADD that's focus-based. Okay. There's different types of, like, offshoots. Because mm. some people have, like, the hyperactivity element. 
Yes, my mom has ADHD. Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm pretty chill, but, like, I cannot follow linear (laughs) thought. (laughs) No linear thinking. That part. That part. Yeah, I actually was thinking the other day, I was like, thank God for Corinne, because it's got to be so frustrating trying to hold a conversation. You know? No! Oh, my God, not at all. Well, can't, like, Danny, my brother's girlfriend was telling Kenny, she was like, it's really insane when I try to, like, listen to you and Natalie have a conversation because you'll talk about one thing and 30 seconds later you're talking about something else and then you come back to that one thing, like, 10 minutes later and then it's, like, <laughs> all these different... She's like, I don't know how you guys are communicating. It's so cool to learn the communication. I know, but I think it's just both of our brains are fucked up. Yeah. You know? I don't... I haven't um ever struggled to follow what you're talking about. My mom, on the other hand... I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about? It's one thing. And then we're talking about something complete. I'm like, how are we talking about, you called me about my taxes, and now we're talking about <laughs> my grandma's sisters. And then we're talking, and I'm like, yo, and I go, mom, did you take your medicine today? She's like, you know what? I actually have it in a few days. Maybe that's why I'm, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, that's the other thing, the forgetfulness. <sighs> oh my God. Also, I just learned about ADHD that it it really gets, I've, I've also always- no judgment on anybody who has. Anything. Oh my God! No, That's welcome my to the club. And my mother, who is just not taking the appropriate steps to <laughs> right. mitigate whatever the hell's going on. <laughs> right, right. Well, one thing I've always been so like I don't understand this about myself is that I can remember so vividly. Yeah, I don't have no long term memory. Everything like I can remember something that somebody told me 15 years ago, like exactly where we were, what day it was, what I was wearing, like everything. I can't tell you what I did this morning. Yeah. That's an ADHD thing. I had no idea. So I really am excited, like, learning more about my brain and figuring out. I think we should do a How Brains Work episode. Yes. I'm just just putting it out there in the ethers. How the little computer of our brain works. Okay. Well, should I? I'm really excited because mine is completely different. Yeah. In a whole nother realm. I'm excited. So, boys and girls, today we are learning how to build a capsule wardrobe. Ooh. Yeah. This has been something you've been into recently, too. Yes. It's been something, um, I think over the last, like, in 2022, like, that last year, I really was like, I need good staple pieces. Like, I realized I don't have a a black long sleeve t-shirt so Uh that I can layer that with things, with jackets. Yeah. So I need to get, that's a basic I need. Then I got the same thing in tan. Cheap, good quality, but I can versatility. We'll get right, into it all. Right, right, Yes. Okay. Okay, so, Natalie, I'm sure maybe someone's listening. There. They're like, what is a, what is What's a capsule? a capsule wardrobe? Yeah. Okay, so a capsule wardrobe is a collection of classic pieces that work together with versatility, allowing you to create look after look with just a few items. Boutique owner Susie Foe coined the term capsule wardrobe in the 1970s to describe like mix and match basics. And then designer Donna Karen popularized the term in the 1980s when she released a capsule collection of fashionable workwear. DKNY. Yes. Oh, is that what that is? Donna Karen, New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so. Miss Donna Karen. She's the capsule wardrobe queen. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, a capsule wardrobe consists of your most essential clothing items, which serve as the building blocks of your closet, and you can create entire lurks. 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 (laughs) The lurks. 
But Luke's <laughs> L-E-W-K with just the capsule wardrobe. And then you can also layer capsule pieces with, like, seasonal pieces, like, trendies, like, fast fashion kind of items. Uh-huh. So, like, you can still have your fun. Right. You can have your cake and eat it, too. Right. You need the base level. Exactly. So there are three reasons to have a capsule wardrobe. The first one being versatility. So you can mix and match every day for the next few years and feel like you have something completely fresh. Uh-huh. The second reason is simplicity, which also I think being also like neurodivergent mm-hmm. or just being a busy person it can be really hard to be like, Ugh, what am I going to wear? I wear the same thing every fucking day pretty much. Yeah, but it's kind of nice when you're like, okay, I have like a black tee, a black this. I could put this on and throw a fun jacket on. Exactly. And the third reason is longevity. So you kind of invest. You can invest a little bit more in capsule pieces, like really nice jeans that fit really, really well or like shoes or, you know, things that are more like classic and they'll last longer. Uh-huh. So these are pieces that aren't like the fast fashion things that like you know, that literally wear once and then they are disintegrating at the right. seams. Right, right, And that they are never out of style. Right, exactly. They're like never out of style. Yeah. So let's start to build. Let's start to build. The first step is to declutter. So that means you're donating, you're selling, and you're recycling things that, one, don't fit. Two, you don't like. There are a lot of things in my wardrobe. I'm like, I don't like this. Also, I think we trick ourselves into thinking like, I'm going to wear this one one day. No. If you haven't worn it in the past year, you're not. You're you're not going to wear wear it. it. You're also donating, recycling, or selling things that are duplicates or very similar in color and style to something else you own. Like, you don't need 10 different versions of, like, the same little thing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get rid of that. Things that don't work with your skin tone or body type. Also, we have got to do an episode on color analysis. Oh, yeah. I'm so interested in that. I've actually just recently also been learning about dressing for for your body shape. Yes. I just recently learned I'm an inverted triangle. I had no idea. Inverted? What am I? I'm oh, I think I'm a triangle. triangle. I'm the opposite of that. You're a regular triangle? Yes. Because I'm like broader on top and then na- like my hips, yes. very narrow. So I, I'm very tiny up here and then I have a, and then I have hips. So we're just flip-flopped. We're flip-flopped. Yes. So I learned I'm supposed to be wearing like bigger pants and stuff to balance it. Oh. I know. Yeah, we got to do an episode on that. Yeah. Okay. And you're also getting rid of anything that is like stained and damaged and like we got to get rid of it. Toss it. Okay. So step two, you're actually going to plan your capsule wardrobe. So each plan will look unique and depend on like the climate where you live, your lifestyle, and how often you do laundry, honestly. So maybe you do need like two white tees Uh or something like that. But also know that you don't have to follow any rules and you can do what works best for you. So choose a color scheme with different neutral colors such as white, black, gray, navy, cream, things that work well with any other color so that you can kind of, again, find those more fun pieces that you want to blend with these and Mm -hmm. then keep it neutral, okay? You also want to choose the style of clothes that you want to incorporate. And it says right here, don't forget that your clothes should be flattering to your body type. See? Yes. So you also want to just start planning like the pieces that you want. And then from there, you can do step three, which is building your capsule. So the process of building a capsule wardrobe isn't always easy because you need to experiment with different things before you know what works best for you. But there are actually different apps like Smart Closet. Ooh. Or Style Book, 
which will help you plan and build your capsule wardrobe. So you might want to check them out if you need some extra help. But I did look up, you know, like what should we be kind of looking for? And according to Harper's Bazaar, there are 27 items that you need in your capsule. And I'm going to go through them very, very quickly. Everybody bust out a pen and a piece of paper. Yeah. There's also an article on the internet that you guys can reference. A trench coat, which, by the way, my trench coat, I will have until it falls off my body. That's a good one to invest in. A good trench. I have my grandma's trench coat, and she had it tailored, and we are the exact same size. The little arms fit. I'm like, God bless. Like, seriously. Perfect fit. I'm like, this. I will keep this forever Forever. and ever and ever. (laughs) Number one, trench coat. Trench coat. Two, puffer, blazer. Black jeans, this is a British thing, so work trouser, lounge trousers, silk shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, cami top, knit sweater, cocktail dress, evening dress, denim skirt and short, leather jacket, a trendy piece, bomber jacket, t-shirts, black and white, turtleneck, a graphic tee, a fun graphic tee, a hoodie, a leather trouser, jeans, a bomber jacket, did I say turtleneck? I kind of... Yes. Okay, a pencil skirt. So this is where you have to think about, like, me and Natalie don't go in an office. We don't need a pencil don't skirt. Don't need a pencil skirt. But I did recently get a work trouser. You did? I did, because I thought I don't have any, like, business casual pants. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got a really nice pair, black, and I'm like, capsule collection staple. Yes. Done. Other items to consider, too, is, like, a do-it-all tote. Like, a tote. Like, I, my tote bag is the base. It does it all. The base bag. My base bag. It was one of my recent obsessions. Also, like, hoop earrings. Like, oh. really classic. Don't get me started yeah, don't, on a hoop earring. Also, you can get some great ones from that way. You can get ones from, from me. A little gold hoop looks great on every single person. And then I, I said this before, but just, like, I think having, like, a really great fitting white tee. Like, I know the white tee I love. It's fr- it's bizarre. It's from Brandy Melville. It fits me amazingly. And I get it a new one probably every six months because white tees don't last very long. Yeah. And I just always have that white tee. Yeah. At all times. I know exactly which one it is. Yeah. It's just it is the one that I like. Yes. So some other tips for creating this capsule wardrobe. So the more sustainable you are with your purchases, the more likely you will heavily invest in an essential staple, allowing you to have the budget for that like more designer piece, Mm -hmm. which trust me, you will wear for like 10 years. So if you really want to save and you're like, I want to get something, a really, really nice trench coat, like you're going to have that for a long time. Maybe even your grandchild, aka like me and my grandma's jacket. And then also, if you're kind of struggling with this, there actually are a lot of like online, just type in like capsule wardrobe and there'll be like whole like Pinterest boards of like the things you need. Like there's a lot of visuals online that can be really helpful, but also like you can have like a style icon or like a reference point that allows you to be like more selective. Mm -hmm. So if you're aiming for a certain aesthetic when shopping, you can ask yourself like, would my style hero wear this? And then if (gasps) not, move on. Would Zendaya wear this? No. You know what we should do? It would be so fun. You know how we do vision boards at the top of the year? We should do like a style board. Yes. Like a Pinterest, like a 
-hmm. This is my vision. I kind of, on my vision board for last year, for 2022, I uh, I did one photo in the corner that was my style. It was a picture of Emily Ratajkowski, and it was for, like, a photo shoot she was doing. But, like, I loved the way she was dressed, and I was like, ooh, I want to, like, emit that. Uh-huh. And so she was in my corner as, like, a style vibe. Ooh. I don't know if I achieved it, but, you know, I like that idea. Yeah, fun. So that's my uh, <gasps> mystery topic. Ooh, I love How that. fun. We should do I this wonder, more often. I know. I love a mystery topic. I know. I wonder, what would shoes be? Shoes were included in this, by the way. It was, like, a great—they were different because some of them were British articles, but yeah. it was, like, a great loafer. Like, a great, right, you know. Right, right. A sandal, or this or that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, also a great, like, a uh, white sneaker was on all you of gotta them. you got to have a sneaker. I love a, a white. A clean white sneaker, yeah. you guys, which means you do have to replace it, like, at least once a year. Yes. Yes. Or if you want to invest, like, I have a pair of Gucci sneaks yeah. that I've had for, like, six years, but they're, like, really nice leather, so I can just clean them off. So they're yeah. still really white. Yeah. So... You can do it either way. Yeah. Invest. or Because the one thing that's great about accessories with these types of, with your capsule clothes is that they'll never, you won't grow out of them. Yeah, like exactly. Jewelry, shoes, bags, like you don't grow out of it. Yeah. You know? And then you can so. still have fun. Like the, the whole thing yeah. is you can still have fun and get like fun, cheap things that like you are going to get bored of and, you know. Yeah. You're not going to take it every year. Yes. You. Yes. So that's that's that on that and that. Fun. Um, so Natalie, should we circle back on the drink that we're drinking? Yes. The New Wave Soda in Tangerine. It is not like Sunkissed or High C. No, it is not. Spoiler alert. Okay, and our hottie this week, she was Mystery Queen this year. She was in two of the biggest mystery shows. Oh, yeah, you're right. She was in White or Lotus. Or last year, yeah, last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in White Lotus. One and two. Mm-hmm. And she was in The Watcher. Did you ever watch The Watcher? I watched the first two episodes and then I didn't finish oh, okay. it. But I was very closely, closely invested in the real story when it was happening. Oh. So, like, I kind of was like. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't know about the. I can't believe you didn't know. It was I a didn't. huge true crime. I not. did not know. And I was like, this happened? But anyways, Miss Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, we just love her. We love her so much. She's, She's an American treasure. She really is. She really is. She should is. be protected at all costs. Uh, so one to Jennifer Coolidge, the new wave soda. I will give it a two. I was going to give it like a one. A one and a half. I took like a sip and was like, no. Yeah, your face was very ta- telling. Let me... Ugh, it tastes like watered down urine. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like carbonated water that somebody put a literal quarter of a teaspoon of orange juice in. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I would say undrinkable. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie certified undrinkable. I hate it. <laughs> So yeah, let's get, we're going to give it a one and a half. Okay, there we go. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, it's Recent Obsessions. Recent Obsessions. Yes, so we've been recently obsessed with. And um, 
I have one. Yes, let me hear yours. Okay. And it's really nothing crazy, but it's a it's a good reminder and it's kind of like a PSA a little bit. You guys, if you can't, if you have the means, baths. Baths? A, a bath. Oh, yeah. B-A-T-H. Oh, God, I wish I had a bathtub. I just, I think, I, like, I've had a bathtub, but you just get in the shower routine, but now I'm talking three, four times a week. Don't you have a separate bath, though? Yes, I have a bathtub. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Yes, but and now I'm, I'm investing in bath culture, so oh. I've asked for um, a, like, a bath tray, oh, a yes. bath pillow. I have bombs. I have, I have, I mean, I'm fully a bath gal. Oh my God. So my crack, my crack house apartment. Yes. It had a bathtub, its own bathtub. I was, that was the only benefit of that apartment. I do think you have to explain what you just said. Oh, don't they know that I lived in a crack house briefly? I think they do. No, Uh, we might have new listeners. Maybe. I just feel like you (laughs) casually said crack house and I'm like do they know what that means yeah so shortly after I moved to Los Angeles I was living with my cousin and then I went to go find my own place and I truly (laughs) truly moved into a crack house I thought Natalie was joking she was like I found this place and you're not gonna believe that I'm gonna move in and I thought I wouldn't show anybody pictures yeah for a while and then finally no after you had moved in already yeah and had kind of renovated it a little bit then you were like I will now show you pictures because if I'd shown you before you would have thought I was crazy you wouldn't have let me oh there's no way you would not have let me it was trash (laughs) this place like I do not know who was living there but like there were needles in drawers it was obliterated. The fact that Natalie would see it and be like, I'll move here (laughs) is is cause for concern. Is cause for concern. It was like, I remember also telling my mom, I was like, listen, it's within my budget. It's all this whatever. And I said, the only thing that will make me not take it is if it's an actual crack house. (laughs) Like those words came out of my mouth. And And then I went and saw it and I was like, oh, like, no, no, they replaced the stove because the man was cooking shit on the stove. Yeah. Like meth. Yeah. <laughs> I, you don't have to convince me. Yeah. Um, but saw. But Natalie did, like, renovate it and, I like, replace, like, put temporary stickers on the tile to make it. She, I mean, she really made it look fabulous. But it was just, like, I cannot believe that is where. I mean, the landlord should love you because I don't know who would have rented that. That's a that's a great question. I don't think anybody in their right mind would have. And I actually probably wasn't in my right mind. Um, but I did live there for about a year until basically mold started. I mean, it was it was falling. But apart. also, you did have didn't they had their bike locked up or something? Oh yeah, for a long time. I remember the the police showed up. Yeah, the police showed up at your house. Yes, and they were like, "We're looking for." They're like, "Don't, don't, don't!" Like, "We're looking for somebody." And I was like, "What? Like, they don't live here. I don't know." And then I had to call the cops and be like, "They, they can't. Can we take this man off of the address? Like, he doesn't live here." It was a whole thing. And yeah, he left his bike and then somebody had to come with a, like a saw, like an electric saw. It was insane. But it had a bathtub. Wow. <laughs> All this to say, it did have a bathtub. It did have a bathtub and I spent many a nights in that bath. I remember like there would be time where I would be texting you or calling you and it would be like a certain time and I'm like, oh, Natalie's in her bath. Yes. This is her bath. You would take like two hours. Oh, yeah. I would be completely just like submerged. 
Yeah. So now I'm a part of that club. Anyways, you guys, friendly reminder tonight, if you have a bathtub, go take a bath. You've got to get one of the little trays. I know. I'm so excited because I watch stuff, but I have yeah. to like put it on the ground and kind of like peek oh, over. Oh, and I'm like, see, as soon as I have a tray. You're going to join the two hour. <sighs> I would watch movies. But the only thing is I start to get wrinkly. Oh, yeah. I have see, to like I put would. my hands above the water and like my feet. Oh, yeah. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> okay, okay, what's your recent obsession? My recent obsession is chiropractor videos. Oh. Okay. So there is, my favorite one is your Houston chiropractor. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I mean, I've I've watched these over the years, and I go in phases. But recently, I've been back into a phase because, you know, you get like the recommended for you thing. And I'm, I'm back on the Your Houston chiropractor grind. He has this thing called a ring dinger. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> where he, like, locks your head into this thing and, like, pulls it and your whole spine, like, elongates. And everybody says basically they see God, but that it was the best thing they've ever done. I Jack Harlow just went. Oh, to... Oh, so to your Houston chiropractor. He was like, I watch these videos all the time and I just he was on tour and he's like, I have to stop just to get adjusted. Wow. By your Houston that chiropractor. Is really okay. <laughs> because I go to the chiropractor and I and I'm new chiropractor girly. I had a lot of fear about it. And so now I'm into it, but I don't know if I could watch other people's like <sighs> neck move and snap. I think it would the visual of it would freak me out. Well, you don't you don't like see the movement, but you can hear it. Oh, but sometimes I'm like, God, this looks so good. Maybe we got to do a trip to Houston so that you can uh, get your backpack. It would be my dream. <laughs> it would be my dream. My brother was the one who first showed it to me like a few years ago. And he's like, I just watch videos all day long of this man cracking people's backs. Wow. There's another one named like Dr. Dragon or something. And she's in Florida. Um and she's crazy. She, like, gets... <laughs> she sounds crazy. She pops people's ears. Like, she'll crack people's ears. My back hurts just thinking about this. Uh, I'm like, I wish I would have... Some. I, I've been looking around. I'm like, who can do a ring dinger? You know? I don't know if they're teaching a ring dinger in chiropractic school. That seems like something he's come up with It's, himself. like, patented. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> seems like, like, a whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you guys. Take it. Take Take a bath and then go get adjusted. Yeah. And that's that's our... Or watch your Houston chiropractor in, in the, the bath. bath. Hey. I love that. Two the for best one of deal. Both worlds. Two for one deal, you guys. We've already done the hottie of the week. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. All right. We're cool. done here. Oh, we're done yeah. here. All right, you guys. <laughs> well, we love you. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Goodbye. Bye. 